We apologize for the audio echo on this episode. We were informed when we arrived to set up at Applebee's that we would be unable to broadcast the show from there, so a hasty return to the station did not allow time to test our connection properly. Once again, we're sorry for the difficulties. Hopefully it will not affect your listening too much. Now it's time to see who has a heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. <laughs> Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230 5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right your roof is the first line of defense for your home do you have water stains on your ceiling paint peeling off your walls shingles missing it's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection locally owned and operated licensed and insured Yellowhammer roofing is the Yellowhammer state hometown team Yellowhammer roofing let our family protect what's most important to you your family 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com quality vinyl is on your side quality vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987 offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. 
Daly & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily & Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Listen this basketball season as WKAC brings you action from the Athens High Golden Eagles. Join us for play-by-exciting play of varsity girls and boys games on our sports stream at WKAC1080.com. Tune in to WKAC and hear the replay each Saturday at noon, and then check it out on our website on demand. Athens High Golden Eagles basketball this season online at WKAC1080.com and on the air at 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is Thomas Johnson, former wide receiver for the Auburn Tigers, also an author and an actor, and you are listening to Tailgate Talk. A good Saturday morning, everyone. Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're live here on WKAC, the Big 1080. We're not at Applebee's, though, guys. We're in the studio. And we're not even in the penthouse. No. We're in the studio. Tom McClung here, old Todd. This is a good way to start the year off. Let's do this again. Tom McClung, old Tom Cat here, alongside Todd the Bod Tumble and producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. And we've got the news courier sports writer for the new news courier sports writer for, uh, his name is Adam Dodson. Adam Dodson. <laughs> it's the first show of the year, guys. It's all good. Alex. It's all good. That's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> Shake that rust off. <laughs> Shake the rust off. Call or text us at area code. I'll start reading something. Maybe that'll help. Call or text us at area code 256-812-1848 or 256-812-1TGT. You can find our website online at tailgatetalk.net. Follow our Twitter and Instagram accounts at tailgatetalkal. Facebook and MeWe, just simple Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Subscribe to the Applebee's Tailgate Talk YouTube. There's some good video in there, so uh, get on there and take, take, take a view or two. Amazon Echo, say Alexa. Play Tailgate Talk. Google Home, say, okay, Google. Play Applebee's there Tailgate he is, Talk. Our Bama Zach buddy. Download the Tailgate Talk app for Android or iPhone, powered by Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. Look for Applebee's Tailgate Talk on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google, Spotify, and other popular podcast platforms. we got a great show lined up for you today. Our Huntsville Havoc hookup, Clay the Freak Man. Freak Daddy. Freak Daddy. (laughs) Wow. Take two weeks off. He just takes two weeks off, and I just, I'll just shut up and keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, keep talking. Wake up and go to sleep. (laughs) And like I said earlier, our news courier sports editor Adam Dodson is here. Griff Redmill, that big fellow we talked to at the uh, at the at the duck pond that day, Mm -hmm. he's coming in. He used to play basketball or football for some. Yeah, is, Todd, you want to take over this? One thing, of these man. wonderful schools. One of these wonderful here schools down here. And uh, David. Roll Tide. <laughs> the ABS girls basketball coach, David Cox, will be coming in. Both of those will be in studio. Looking forward to that. And we'll have our main man, the Swami of the SEC, AP Stedham, talking to us. He's not here. He's probably no, somewhere. He's in a penthouse somewhere else. Indianapolis or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, living it, living large. He does. He lives large, man. He does, man. Must he just lived through him. It, 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 it must a, be. He's a good one. <laughs> Stedham. AP Stedham. AP Stedham. I met him, you know, in the bathroom at the press box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a shame that you met him in the men's room because if you'd have been outside the men's room, you could have met one of the lovely ladies that usually he, he accompany him. Well, that would be, you know. You know. If anybody could get an extra press pass for his lovely lady, I would have to say it would be Stedham. A.P. Stedham. We may have to start doing that, Tim. I like that. Stedham. A.P. Stedham. I wonder if he likes it shaking, not stirring. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be talking to A.P. on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great. So it's time for Tomcat to shut up and toss it over to our producer extraordinaire and give us a rundown of the local sports. All right, scores and more brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy, delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose. Visit them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Basketball games last night, Athens boys defeated Columbia 74-62. The girls also uh, won their game. I didn't really get a final score on that, but I do know they won. Uh, May Jemison got by – yeah, what, May Jemison boys beat East Limestone 58-47, but the uh, Lady Indians won 46-43. Clements boys defeated Colbert Heights 66-32. The Lady Colts also won 43-33. Tanner boys beat Ardmore 53-47. Uh, the Tanner girls over Ardmore 58-23. ABS boys won their homecoming game against Shoals Christian 66-51, and that was a game uh, we carried it last night, and it – Ended up being more exciting than it had to be, but anyway, it was. They still well, came out. Well, Christian's about like the Cater Heritage. Anyway. Bunch of punks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. I, I just said it for you, brother. <laughs> anyway, uh, Shows Christian girls won fifty-seven thirty-four. Well, that's no good. <laughs> I know it well. And uh, one of the Wallen triplets. She's the head coach of the. Shows really? Shows. Okay, yeah, I didn't Emma, know that. Yeah, Emma's, yeah. Emma's the head coach over there. Uh, let's see what we've got. Uh, oh, coming up uh, next week, we'll be uh, live from UAH. So, Wicked. Nice. Cool. nice. Yeah. So we haven't been over there in a while. Well, it's been uh, a couple of years since we've been over there. Yeah, yeah they, they Zach was still with us when yeah. we were over there. They, they got let a lot us going on. They yeah. wouldn't let yeah. us come over there last year. So We're going to get the uh, women's lacrosse coach on? I don't know. We'll just <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have as many coaches on That's from great. there as, as we can. I think the, both basketball teams are playing that day later on. So uh, we'll be able to talk to, to both the basketball coaches. Awesome. Yeah, you know yep. they got that new school over there, the Alabama School of Cyber Technology and Engineering. I think I, I think ABS played them just the other day. Yeah, yeah, and I was wondering where they came from because this yeah. is the first year I've ever heard of them. I think Alabama, it's on UAH campus. I, I think it's. That's uh, cool. I don't know if it's either sponsored by UAH or okay. if they're kind of like affiliated with them, but yeah, no, they're uh, they're very good at uh, engineering. Uh, the, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> At least they take uh, a technical approach, you know, the angle of the ball yeah. off the backboard or Shot launch, you know, launch, launch angle. angle. That's right. Yeah, launch angle. I thought they might have be good in esports, you know. Yeah. But, uh, no, they'll probably kill you in that. Yeah. I was actually uh, just talking to my buddy uh, for Bob Jones, and he was saying that uh, they got winners and Madden and all kinds of stuff for esports now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's that's, crazy. That's scholarships for esports yeah. in high yeah, school. Yeah, we've had, we've had the James like Clemens Like the Madison team Academy on, of uh, esports. Yeah. We've had Madison. I mean, sorry. Clemens yeah. team on a couple of times. They actually won the state 
Yeah, uh, yeah. they were kind of in the forefront of all this yeah. as far as the high school around here goes, and now it's becoming the I got team. A, I got a friend whose daughter is actually coach of the Bob Jones uh, eSport team, and they, they, oh. wanted to, they wanted to stay. And she was talking like, you got to get my daughter on Bills. They're out of Limestone County. Yeah. yeah. She's from Limestone County. I love her to death. <laughs> Great girl. And I'd love to get her on but well, Limestone County. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> She's from Limestone County? Yes. We might could be in the rules. I mean, you we did me, have Kendall Randolph that, on. That's true. You uh, let me know. I ho- I'll you know, get you back hooked when up he was, Yeah, that's a Bob Jones guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway, so there's your scores and more brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy. Well, that sounds great, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk to Adam Dodson a bit right now. What You mentioned let's do some uh, uh, highlights, high sports, high <laughs> Moments high of life. highlights, of, not high life. That's <laughs> no, I totally said high life. High life. Oh, high life. Yeah, yeah. That, that. Yeah, that JLA. If you ever see the signs in Florida, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. where's JLA? <laughs> so just just talk, start talking. Dotson, you're uh, Adam. You're new here, and um, give everybody a rundown of uh, personal life first, and then hit some of the memories of 2021 yeah well first off thank you for having me on i'm very happy to be a part of this community and also to be on the radio right now so i'm happy to be here and uh, so i am a north alabama guy i've lived here my whole life i went to bob jones high school i grew up in madison but i've lived off county line road my whole life so i've already been i've always been like right next to yeah you're you're on yeah (laughs) exactly so so yeah and i've been with the news courier it's not my first uh it's not my first newspaper job. It's actually my third. But I've been with the News Courier since October. Uh, I'm the sports editor there, and I have really, in, really enjoyed it so far, uh, doing the page, uh, meeting the coaches, everything. So I'm really enjoying being part of the Limestone community, and I think it helps a lot that I grew up in the North Alabama oh, yeah. area. Yeah, Definitely. So, so yeah, and I think uh, – I think what we'd like to talk about is uh, the top stories of 2021. Top stories. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> top. Top. Yeah, the top. Well, there was, a, there was a lot, obviously, that happened in Limestone County. Some teams had a lot of great success, and there was also a lot of stuff that happened earlier on in the year, even as late as last January, that I think a lot of people maybe forget about. And I think um, one of the main things that I think a lot of people care about here is what we were talking about earlier with uh, with Bama Zach. And obviously you all know a little bit more about that than I do. So what would you all like to say about that? Uh, January 5th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We've been praying Wednesday. for him. When did he go in the hospital? November? Uh, somewhere around in there? Somewhere around in there. October? I've still got texts. Um, I do too. I've got texts on my phone. Yeah. Um, but he, he passed and, on the January 5th. And, you know, just uh, when I was going through my planner um, – Towards the end of December, you know, so mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, um, transferring stuff from my old planner to my new planner, you know, I ran up on that date and I was like, oh my gosh, yep. I cannot believe it's been a year. I mean, if I'd had a guess, I'd have said nine months at tops and closer to six, you know, mm-hmm. it just, um, you know, I, I was blessed to be a pallbearer in his funeral and, um, you know, it, that day just resonates like it was yesterday with myself. Well, it really feels like he touched a lot of people in the community. Oh, I mean, oh definitely. From and this just is in, in in his adulthood. This goes all the way back to when he was in school. In I mean, he was Bamazak even then in, mm-hmm. in school. Everybody knew Bamazak. Everybody loved Bamazak. Yeah. And he had the same um, great attitude, and you know, he was being encouraging. Yeah. And, 
and, and just loving being around the game. Obviously, he wasn't physically gifted enough to play ball, but he wanted to be around it yeah. and be around the athletes, and he served. Yeah, he did. And, he was a manager. The, yeah. And, any way he could be there to help. Any way he could to help. And, um, it goes, he, uh, that says a lot about his, his parents. Oh, they, absolutely. I mean, you, you know Bama Zach, but you know, you know the family as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and yeah, they're just a, a wonderful family as well. And, um, yeah, let, uh, November 9th is the last text that I sent to Bama Zach. And, and uh, actually, I told him, I want you to know there are hundreds and hundreds of people praying for you, buddy. And we know God has you in his caring arms. Love you. Praying for you and thinking of you often. Um, and that was, yeah, November 9th wow. last year. So. Um, you know, when he, he well, you know, Christmas Eve, he got to, to leave the hospital, going to a rehab facility, and we yes. thought, he, thought he'd been cleared. Had it, it whooped, and uh, you know, a couple of days later, took a turn. Not even a couple of days, really. The next day, took yeah. kind of a turn for the worse. And, um, it was all downhill from there. Sally mm-hmm. passed away shortly thereafter. But, right, but yeah, um, yeah, wonderful family. Parents are awesome. Sisters are awesome, and yeah. Um, this community lost a lot when we lost him. Yeah, yes. it seems like it affected a lot of people when, when that happened. Uh, I mean, I know we we get calls at the newspaper all the time uh, uh, asking if we're going to do uh, like something in, in memory of him. And uh, obviously, that's yeah, that was the case with mentioning him on the front page. No, it was awesome. And, yeah. and thank you all so much for doing that. Absolutely. Um, I, I sent his sister, Camilla, a text okay. that morning and was like, Wow, what Gotta a great surprise! Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. to to see Zach on the on the front cover. And, it was a good photo too. And, oh, it was. It was yeah. great. It was great. Yeah. So I um, obviously that was in, in, incredibly important to this community. And uh, something else that I think is also uh, kind of etched into the community is the county tournament at the beginning of uh, the beginning of the year. Now, yeah, obviously, the county tournament, uh, the most recent one was last January. So I think some people. Maybe I've forgotten about it, but it's still a top story of 2021 with West Limestone and Tanner, the boys and girls respectively, yeah. winning the um, winning the titles last year. And yeah. one thing I've noticed with with county basketball around here, whether it's West Limestone, Elkmont, Athens, whoever, and um, I know Athens isn't in the county tournament, but um, I, what I've noticed is that they used to be. Yeah. 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 What I've noticed is that the parents really, really, really get into the, the basketball around here. Well, like, I mean, people around, obviously football, that's that's given. People mm-hmm. can oh, yeah. football, but basketball around here, I mean, people, people will strangle you yeah. if you get in their way if, on, on a player. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not, you know, you're... you're that I never was that way. You're, really, <laughs> you're a really young man, um, but, and Tim can, can and, and Tom both can, can testify to this, but, um, and I'm not poo-pooing on today's no. uh, atmosphere or whatever, but Back when I was in school in the early 80s, you had Athens ranked. I went to East, yeah. Tanner, Clements. All of us were ranked top five, six every year I played. And county tournament, standing room only. Brutal, mm-hmm. man. Played at Athens High School. Yeah. Um, you know, people standing around the walls. You know, yeah. you shoot a layup, you're running into fans. Um, you know, that so it's not quite that same, at least packed atmosphere, but you're right. County tournament is um, cutthroat kind of. It is. You know? it is I mean, yeah, it's cutthroat. Yeah. I mean, heck, I'll go. I'll go to. A, I'll go to a Clements Tanner girls basketball game, and a fight will almost break out, and parents are yelling at the refs. I'm heck like, yeah. I, I was like, I'm all about this. I mean, this this is a this is the intensity I want to see. Guys, let's hold this thought, and uh, we're going to take a break. Oh, just keep going. 
Oh, we got to get Clay. Okay, sorry. Well, go all ahead. Good. Continue the no, problem. You're all good. You're all good. But, uh, but no, you bring up a great point, Adam. It is. It's a it's a great atmosphere. It's yeah. cutthroat, and and that's the kind of atmosphere I love, I love too in a basketball game, man. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. be a referee for squat. I, I've told <laughs> this. That I've told this story before, but I'm the guy that used to scream at the refs. And then, and then you became one. And then I became one <laughs> yeah. around 2010 yeah. in rec league. So just just let everybody know. If you remember me screaming, I was a ref. Karma and I are even. Right <laughs> yeah. And I umpired. So I umpired high school baseball. I never oh. I never had the guts to do basketball and certainly football. Didn't know enough about football. But um, baseball was bad enough. But yeah, basketball because you're right there. Mm. You know? Oh yeah. Just, oh. And yeah, rec league is serious. And, and listen, and I'm one of the worst at I, You know, yeah. I'm one of them that'll stand right there on the edge of the court. And when that ball's being thrown in bounds, I'm three feet away from the ref explaining to him that oh, call. Yeah. He just missed. <laughs> and not probably in not so polite way. Imagine that. There ain't no fence in, in between you no, and the fans. No, exactly right. Yeah, exactly at least in baseball, right. you got that chain link fence preventing I've you seen many adults thrown out of a game. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, um, I, I only had to throw one out of oh, the gym the time. Yeah, I mean, we had to have the cops called up a couple times up at Palmer Park in Madison uh, wow. just, just for the rec baseball league. Um, my dad used to be the president of it, and he had to call cops multiple times because uh, of these baseball dads is what I call yeah. them. Uh, you know, there's, a ba- there's baseball dads, there's football dads, there's cheer moms. Oh, yeah. And there's they, also they all... baseball moms. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I married Softball one of those. Dads. I married one of those baseball oh, moms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I used to love the baseball moms. <laughs> yeah, well, soft, softball dads, softball dads may be um, the, 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 ones, the most helicopter parents. Wow, uh, and obviously not all of them, but the ones who are like really intense. You yeah, know, they love it. Yeah, no, who absolutely love it. They're uh, you know, the best, serious boy. The best part oh, about those, the best part about those parents, which I was one of them, uh, is they're there with their children. Oh yeah, yeah. they're there. With their channel before they get to the field, after they come from the field. Oh, yeah. And I've always said this. And in between. And in between. You'll never lay on your deathbed and say, I spent too much time with my children. Yeah. Right. No, you're, sure. you're right. And that's why I, okay. I, think the, I think the softball dads, you know, they're, they're so intense. But uh, those are the people that, you know, coaches can rely on to be there for their kids. Those are the people that reporters want to talk to because they'll, they'll, they care about the team and will give you the interviews. And I think that's the same way with uh, baseball dads. Now, are they a little harsh on the referees? Uh, pro- <laughs> probably. 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 I, I don't envy the referees or the umpires enough in, but, in any way. But you know what? You bring up – I've never really thought about that. But, you know, baseball moms is one thing, but a softball dad, yeah. that's your baby girl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, that, that's a different kind that of love or intent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. your daughter. That's, yeah. your, that's your baby girl. So that intensity is probably a little thicker, I would think, than a baseball Well, I'm, I'm telling you what's more cutthroat than anything right now, and it's cheer. Cheer is yeah. absolutely cutthroat. I That's mean, the, the, serious uh, the amount, the amount serious of competition, yeah, a lot yeah, of money too, a lot of politics involved in it. Yeah. Which politics is involved in every sport. That's right. Well, guys, let's take let's take a quick break. We'll right. come back on the other side, hopefully, with uh, Freak Daddy Clay Coleman, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. Next week, we'll be live from UAH. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk after this. 
P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or Buddy Box. BuddyBoxStorage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. The new year is upon us, and 2022 gives you too many reasons to upgrade. With Ardmore Telephone Company's broadband internet, you will be more productive working from home, enjoy seamless streaming, and blast your competition with more bandwidth. There are too many benefits to list. Upgrade your internet service today. Call ATC at 800-830-9946. New internet customers get the first month free. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230-6464 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is David Cox, Carol's basketball coach at Aspen Bible School, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. When you're born in this world, you're given the ticket for the free show. So you're a control freak. It's just a freak show anyway. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom McClung, old-time cat here alongside Todd the and producer extraordinaire. And our special guest, Adam Dodson, News Courier Sports Editor. And we've got the man here, the, the best 
10-year picture on Facebook. Have you seen those 10-year you know, oh, yeah. pictures? He's half the man. I mean, he was hot then and he's hotter now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Freak daddy. Welcome, brother. How you doing, Clay Coleman? Doing good. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, look at those pictures. Yeah, it's a different uh, different story, but, you know, it's one of those things that just, I think most people try to, you know, they, they get to a time in their life when they're a little overweight or they got some health issues and they they try to do it within 30 days or yeah. 60 days. That's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, no. And I just, you know, literally mine was, it's got to be a lifestyle change. And uh, I did it over, you know, nine, ten years. So. There you go. You did a good, you did you a, a wonderful good job, dude. See, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm just, a, I just maintained. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm round. I have stayed round. He is right. a round ball of <laughs> you're just, you're, you're sexy. That's what yeah. Todd is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Talk about the havoc, man! Yeah, the boys are playing I, good. They, I was gonna say, man, well. after losing in Oswald yeah. and Roanoke, you know, and then now two big wins to the second and third place teams, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, you know this this past you know couple weeks when they went on the road, I, you know I really felt that was gonna be the true gauge to see where we were. You know, we kind of talked that they, they were playing and, and had a good record, but they played the lower tier teams, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, Got some games against, uh, you know, one against Quad City last night, which they're the number three team in the league, and beat them six to two. And then we won in, in Evansville on Friday, play Quad City again tonight. So yeah, it was a good little. I, mean, it's, I was getting kind of worried, you know. We had uh, the NHL made some made some changes to with COVID stuff, and mm. that kind of created a little bit of a shakeup in in the lower leagues because they were allowed to have this taxi team or whatever that you know could have people on standby that if huh. they needed to bring in to uh, help with covid so okay. a lot of the ahl guys got called up which trickled down to the you know echl guys coming up and then you know i think in one day i think there were 16 call-ups throughout the league wow. uh, and i did some research and i think that's the most in a single day in the history of the SCHL that that many guys got called up in one day so we had Max uh, Milosic that got called up and Bauer Newdecker. And, you know, it was kind of um, Cole Reginato and some other people that got called up. So it was – I was kind of scared a little bit. I was like, well, you're going to have this test and you're going to have some adversity of your your players getting called up. But, you know, they've they've done pretty well. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. I mean, to sit there and look and be 22 and 3 and then you look down and, you know, Macon, Vermillion – I've only got three wins. Birmingham's only got four wins. So yeah, yeah. we got just you know the losses are as big as some teams have wins right now. So that's uh, well pretty crazy. Now these yeah. call ups are they? Are, is it similar to the NBA where it's like a ten day deal or is it temporary, permanent, or up in the air? How does that work? Usually they'll do like a three day um, that could turn into uh, Cole Reginato went up and he's already back. Um, they're saying that with Max, Max got called up to the Toledo Walleye, and it could be a month um, for him if uh, whether or not he may get back. And if he does a good job up there, he could stay. So, yeah, it's uh, you never know. It's, we'll, we'll hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, but good, good for him. You know, good for him. Max is a great no, guy. No, absolutely. You always want to see someone do better. It just kind of 
yeah. you start you start getting kind of weary when you're like, okay, we're having the best season we've ever had, and uh, things may start to change. But yeah. it looks like they haven't. That's right. what I was fixing to say. We're selfish. We want to keep our players and keep winning. So, uh, yeah. do you uh, do you anticipate? Uh, this continuing uh, with uh, with all this uh, COVID stuff happening, and also, do you think that whoever maneuvers this COVID situation the best will find themselves uh, in the best situation at the end of the year? Uh, you know, I think the crazy thing is, I think that you're going to see it on the higher levels more uh, because I think there's, I hate to say it, but I think there's some sponsorship pressure mm-hmm. from some of the bigger teams. I don't think you're going to see it. Um, here in the SPHL because it's it's more of a small business and you know like our team our coach decided at the beginning of the year that everyone was going to be vaccinated and we're trying to follow the best you know science I guess you could say and you know if you've if you've taken all the precautions and you've done the vaccine and you've done things then it kind of doesn't make as much sense to to go backwards because it seems like that you know every every day there's a new a new variant that pops up. We see that now we're starting to see the trickle in of the flu word mentioned more than we did in the last yeah. uh, little bit. Flu uh, or whatever. I don't. I don't in. see it going backwards, at least from our level. But I do see the. You know, there is that that trickle down from whatever happens up top, kind of flows down to us. Um, but the one thing that our players kind of have the benefit of, and it's kind of when you're getting behind the the curtain a little bit you know these guys are not making the money that, that that's being made at those upper levels so a guy that goes to an echl team you're looking at probably maybe a hundred dollars more a week that he would make mm-hmm. uh, so it's okay. not that drastic so a lot of these guys you know they're not going to play on the bigger the bigger level so it's like hey they're playing for the experience and and the opportunity. So we've we've been lucky. Our Huntsville embraces these guys, and um, they really like the city and they like the the booster club and everybody that does the really good things for them. So sometimes they're kind of like, do I really want to leave for a hundred bucks? <laughs> you know, I'm playing. I'm on a I'm on a special team. I mean, to to be on a team like this, that you know, we're when it gets to 28 games, you know, we're at the halfway point and we're at 26 games. So. To only have three losses halfway through, I mean, yeah, this could be amazing. a pretty, pretty, pretty awesome season. Well, I know when you see two hot chicks fighting in the stands over a hockey player, you know, <laughs> that type of community support is hard to beat. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> oh, if life was so easy that all you had to do That's a true story, man. You know, I saw girl. it. <laughs> <laughs> and a Havoc game? No, it was a Channel Cat game. Oh, oh several years okay, ago. Okay. Still same community. Still, still same. Still, still, still same yeah. fans. Yeah, it was. It was a good one, man. Those big hair and heels. And <laughs> one of them. One of those uh, fake fingernails got janked up. <laughs> oh wow! It, it was a sight. They were they were mad till they started crying. And it was over with. Well, maybe oh. we can start sponsoring those at Havoc games. Oh Lord, no! That, that yeah, might work. <laughs> Just fights in general, really. How's <laughs> T Bone doing, brother? Is he uh, he's still training? What's, uh, what's he, is, he is. He's training. He's actually getting ready to jump into a a new mode. You know, he he tweaked his knee um, and had to go through the rehab process. He didn't didn't have any tears or anything, but he had a bone bruise, and so he was his wrestling career kind of <clears throat> went on hold. But I think that he has been cleared. That they have a a match in Athens on Tuesday. And if there's players in his weight class, um, then he could possibly get to wrestle. If not, it'll be 
next Saturday against Grissom uh, to be back in. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a different thing for him, you know. And I, I think it's a great great life lesson and a great learning lesson for him. Is you know he pretty big kid. He kind of mowed his way through football. Really, nobody really challenged him. He was kind of the bigger kid, and he got into wrestling. And he's right right around two. He lost some weight during the season, so he's right around two thirty six. And uh, he's wrestling in the 285 weight class. Good Marshall, grief. Oh, my goodness. Freshman. I was going to say, I'd listen. I'd get so out there and wrestle with he's him. He's learned, like my father class. used to always say, that there's a, a butt whooping for everybody. <laughs> and, uh, he, he's found out that he's not the the biggest biggest kid now. And, and so it's been a little bit of a learning curve for him. But like I said, I think it's a good oh, it's great he's experience. He's taking the adversity yes. really well. And he's he's got a guy that he's going to start working out with that um, – is uh, now in Madison. He was a strength and conditioning coach for uh, App State and uh, interned some stuff with Auburn. A guy named Brick Aldridge. That uh, yeah, man, Brick Aldridge is a yeah, professional wrestler. Yeah, so we're gonna take kind of a next level step with him and get that in. Is awesome. Hopefully, uh, the, the James Clemens Jets are gonna have a a unique year this year. You're losing 29 seniors. It's gonna be uh, interesting to see how that. Uh, Pans out. And I don't know if you guys saw the schedule of them yet, but they uh, they've got some pretty tough teams. They've got some <clears throat> some of those Birmingham teams are coming up early in the season. Coach mm. uh, Coach McGee, I guess, made the made the effort to say we need to start seeing some of these Birmingham schools before mm. the playoffs hit. So uh, yeah. I think it's a you know it's a it's a smart move to to see how that goes and and it comes out. But yeah, that's going to be. A, you know, an interesting, interesting there as well with uh, with James Clemens. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be, be a young team. So it'll be uh, uh, hopefully T Bone will be able to uh, step in and and help with that. And uh, that'll be interesting to see. Hopefully he can he can make it. But he, he's a he's a good kid. So good we're excited. Yeah, he is. Well, listen, I'll see Brooke Aldridge tonight. Matter of fact, at New South Pro Wrestling in Hartsville. So oh yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll uh, uh, I'll drop a word. Yeah, he's, he sounds like a good that guy. That you, uh, that you know, uh, uh, T Bone, and he. Uh, <laughs> That's he, great. Actually, he starts on uh, <clears throat> starts on Monday. Awesome. With his uh, with his new training, but yeah, I don't feel like I said the James Clemens are playing Gardendale and Mountain Brook right at the first two games of the year, so it'll be wow, big programs. Yeah, get them competition early. Yep. 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 Well, good luck to him, Freak Daddy. It's been awesome. We'll catch you back yeah. next week, buddy. Have a good Absolutely, one. guys. Thank you all very much. Appreciate See you. It. See you, okay. buddy. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Clay Coleman, the Freak Daddy, our Huntsville Havoc hookup, and always a good story with T-Bone. Time to take a break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big Ten Eight. Congratulations to Danny South, Amber Patterson, Braxton Davis, Wanda Simmons, Byron England, and Julie Marshall, this week's Howl with the Havoc winners. They each pick up tickets to see the Huntsville Havoc in action this season. Enter your name for our weekly drawing at tailgatetalk.net, and you may be one of our next winners. Tailgate Talk will be right back. 
First National Bank is a name everyone in the community will recognize. We see it in our schools, in our parks, and in our homes. First National Bank is proud to help make our community great. I'm a First National Bank Student Advisory Board member, Rainy Oakley, from Elmont High School. I love to help represent First National Bank in my community. First National Bank, making communities great, member FDIC. Smith's Heating and Cooling in Elmont is your friendly local contractor, servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems. Whether it's an air conditioner, gas furnace, heat pump, or indoor air quality system, Smith's Heating and Cooling takes pride in their exceptional installation and 24-7 customer service after the fact. They offer financing, too. Call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no-obligation consultation. Smith's Heating and Cooling. Call 777-5450. Visit them on Facebook or online at smithsheatingandcoolingllc.com. Hey, guys. This is Joanna Clem for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to visit CEI Bookstore. While you're here, you'll find a wide selection of Bibles, gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more for you and your church. Our friendly staff will be happy to help you with your selections while you shop in the store. We even offer personalized Bible imprinting and gift wrapping. Not in the Athens area? Enjoy shopping with us online at truthbooks.com. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Are you getting the propane service you deserve? At Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, you always get the most value for your dollar, professional gas personnel who make safety a high priority, and you can always get in touch with them any day of the year at any time. They accept Visa and MasterCard, too. So if you're not happy with your present propane supplier, join the many who have made the switch. Give Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore a call at 256-423-3320. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right, and Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help Help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance, and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Hi, this is Terry Henley, former running back from the Auburn Tigers, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, ladies and gentlemen, live here in studio at WKAC Studios on North Jefferson Street. Tom McClung, old Tom Kid here, alongside Todd the Bod Tomlin, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, and our special guest host today, Adam Dodson, the News Courier Sports Editor. And we're going to toss it over to Adam, talk about a few more top stories of 2021. Right. So I think uh, one that really gathered the interest of the community was uh, this fall, uh, late fall, when East Limestone made it all the way to the uh, state title for the state title game for volleyball. But so while obviously that was a great accomplishment, making it to the, to the state title, East Limestone. Uh, but what ended up happening was they had to face uh, Bayside Academy. And if you know anything about Bayside Academy, you know that. They're a private school down in Daphne. You know they've won 20 straight volleyball titles um, spanning five different classifications. And I just thought it was, um, I don't know, I thought it was interesting that East Limestone had to face Bayside in the first place. I I think Bayside should either be a higher classification or should, um, I don't know, maybe play in a different classification. That's just how I felt about it. But um, And I think some other members of the community, especially those who... uh, 
go to the uh, county schools, I think they felt the same way that maybe Bayside should be 6A or 7A if they're, if they're truly that good at volleyball. So I thought what was really interesting top story of the year was East Limestone making it all that way and then having to face someone who maybe shouldn't have been in 5A. Yeah. Uh, maybe they should have been in 6A or 7A. But, I mean, and, and also, you know, we need to congratulate East Limestone's bowling title. Yeah. They, they yeah. won last year. Yeah. But, um, you know, that was a big deal um, for them, and, and they're competing for another one this year. But, um, you know, there's some situations like that in football. I mean, you hate to use the word recruit, but – yeah, you know, it's what it is. I mean, it, it is what it is. It happens, and um, you know, families move in or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever you want to get put up. I don't know. Yeah, it's, but um, you know, it's it's a slippery slope, and it's it's easier for um, for teams that have that reputation already, like Bayside Academy, to quote unquote recruit. And it's almost like a, almost like becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Like they've done so well for so long right. that they're going to keep, keep quote unquote recruiting to get better to get better players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's so, amazing that that school can have the best of the best all the time. Players, I mean, all, I mean, all the time. The yeah. fact that they started off in one A and have won twenty straight titles going all the way up to five A. I mean, it's yeah, just pretty, crazy. pretty and, crazy. And like but, I said, I really want to uh, um, congratulate East Limestone for doing as well as they did because. Uh, the two rounds before uh, before the championship game, they won 3-0, 3-0. So they were dominating up until that point. So I thought that was really important. And also we got to give a shout-out to Arbor Softball mm. because they made it to the state, t- state yeah. title game as well. So, I mean, a lot of Lim- Limestone County schools doing really well in sports. Let me ask you what your thoughts are on this, um, Adam, about um, the, and I guess for lack of a better word, dominance of the south of the state against the north in football when it comes playoff time. Ah, man, it's um, – It's crazy. It's, it's always been that way, though. Yeah, I, it's, I know, it's, pre- it's like, pretty crazy. Like, you think eventually the north would catch up, right? what I'm saying. Like, well, you would I, think, I think we'd squeak will. one in, you know? I, I think they will. But um, it, to bring up your point, um, you know, three of the same schools have played in, in the past five semifinals for football. Uh, Hoover, Central, and uh, Thompson. And Thompson. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the um, – the other schools has been a combination of um, either uh, Lee or um, I can't even remember who was in it uh, this year who took on uh, Central Auburn. It was Auburn. That's what that's who it was. So you're you're seeing like you said the dominance where these same schools like Thompson and Hoover are uh, just really controlling the sport a lot like the SEC controls the sport in football uh, for college football. So yeah, I think uh, I think eventually schools like James Clemens and Bob Jones and will catch up. I mean, we we got some really good programs out there. Sparkman's been on the rise. Yeah. So I think we will eventually catch up. But yeah, it was it was tough watching um, Oak Mountain beat James Clemens, and it was tough watching Hewitt Trustful beat Bob Jones, and it was tough watching even Center Point beat East Limestone. So yeah, you're seeing. Um, you're seeing what you said was the dominance, but I do think we're going to uh, the, the northern part of the state is going to catch up eventually. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take another quick break. We'll be right back on the opposite side. We'll have the ABS girls basketball coach, David Cox. He's in studio, ready to go. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big Ten Eight.
real estate real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Daly & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daly & Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more in Athens is, well, gotcha covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Gotcha Covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500, or stop by and see them at 38. Nine West Sanderford Road in Athens. Got you covered screen printing and more. Check out the WKAC Sports page. Go to WKAC1080.com and click on the WKAC Sports icon. You can listen to the current sports stream as well as game archives, past coaches shows, and Applebee's tailgate talk on demand. If you're on your smartphone, you can stay automatically updated as new items are posted. The WKAC Sports page, another reason why your best source for Limestone County sports is WKAC1080.com and 10. 80 WKAC. Hi, this is Athens Girls basketball coach Capri Tucker, and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Tom McClung here, old time kid, alongside Todd the Bod Tomlin, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, our special guest, news courier, sports editor uh, Adam Dodson is also joining us, and we've got the head basketball coach of the Athens Bible School girls. Coach David Cox is in the studio with us. A regular. He is a regular. And Coach, Coach Cox, before, before we move on, I have to tell Adam, my mama sent me a text. Okay. Please tell Adam Dotson that I'm ha- so happy his reporting, best we've had in years. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, I thought I'd tell you that, that accolade online or on the air or something. <laughs> I love right, it. I appreciate yeah, it. He's, he's been at ABS gym a time or two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm used to that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> So talk about your girls. 
Well, we've uh, had our ups and downs. We're, uh, let's see, seven and eight as of last night. We got beat last night. Uh, Schultz Christian, it was our homecoming game, but uh, Schultz Christian's got a good team. Yep. Uh, they're, they're similar to us. I uh, wish I could play them again, you know, right. not, not at homecoming. Right. Because <laughs> no, that's a distraction. Yeah. But uh, still, um, they're a good team, well, well coached, and, uh, and they've come a long way. But our girls are making progress. Uh, they're young. I mean, we've got Molly uh, Chumley's our senior starting guard, and really um, – That's a unique story. I hope we have time yeah, to discuss yeah. later. Yeah, yeah I have a story on her. But uh, anyway, uh, we've got some young players that are having to fill some big roles, and some of them are doing a great job. I mean, um, Brooke Blakely is uh, one of our guards, and – uh, leading us in scoring for the season, and Addison Simmons is coming into the post, and she's actually our leading rebounder. And then we've got uh, another freshman that's playing in the post, uh, Katie Lee Helms, and uh, she actually had 13 points the other night in the game. And good deal. She wasn't starting, wasn't on the radar really <laughs> to really? start this year in the post <laughs> for sure. Well, but it's a big deal when, when the young ones can yeah, step up. Yeah, like but when you I love those kind of surprises. You have injuries and you lose Breland, who started for us last year in the post and wasn't able to start with a knee and a ankle injury. And then last night I was in there and had probably a concussion. But anyway, so she struggled to get into the court and on the court for us. Um, but Katie Lee stepped in. She's stepping up, and so that's been good. We we need that, and they're just a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. So future yeah. looks good for ABS. Future so bright, he got to wear shades. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he got to, got them shades hanging around you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it says a lot about coaching when the, the young ones step up when they need to. Well, I don't know about the coaching part. Well, no, you've done, you've they done are really the, well for a long time, girls. Coach. I mean, yeah. don't, you know, there's nothing wrong with being humble, but, no. but uh, you know, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be there without uh, without you and your staff. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, they, you're right. The future sounds really good. And um, but Off air, I asked, you know, was a, a top story of 2020 when y'all moved into the gym this year? They're like, dude, we've been in the gym since 2019. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, we, we, we've been there. It's just, like I said, it's going to be old now. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's got air conditioning. Yeah, we just need auxiliary gyms. <laughs> Anybody out there who's got money want to donate to us to get another gym? Well, you're sitting right here with the alumni that's got all the money in the world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We just need two gyms. We, we got the gym filled up this morning. We got games tonight. Hey, that's great. We'll have about a yeah. It was packed when I drove by. Have about morning. a two-hour break in between our elementary games and the and the game starting this afternoon. Wow. Yeah, I was talking to Coach Brand and I was going through y'all schedule because uh, it usually uh, mirrors each other. And I was like, my God, y'all have so many games uh, coming up. I mean, yeah. it was like it seems like it was like five and eight days or something. Oh like wow, that. five oh, yeah. and eight, ten days. Yeah, well. Uh, this week didn't help us, and we had two games scheduled Thursday and Friday. We had to cancel one, and oh. you had to move it. So then that means you got to move that game somewhere. So we had to bump it up to this Saturday instead of next yeah. Saturday. And so it, yeah, it's just like everything. And uh, at least we didn't lose it. We, we've lost one game right now with Shoals Christian. We've got to cancel next week, but we'll I'll try to find somewhere to put it. But I don't know if yeah. we will. I sure would like to because I'd like to give them the shot. Has uh, this year been any better, the same as far as COVID rescheduling and mass goals? Or is it the COVID situation really hasn't uh, – knock on wood if you got any yeah, wood got around. Right I see some metal. Right might be some fake wood. <laughs> right here. But uh, we haven't really had that problem this year. Uh, and I don't know that I've heard about it from a lot yeah, of – Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about it. There was one COVID cancellation recently. It was with Oakwood Academy. 
Okay, and, now, yeah. And, and that was it. That's right. I, that was it. Yeah. I did. Yeah, that was against Lindsay Lane. Yep. Yeah, Tuesday. Now, yep. If y'all yeah. got Decatur Heritage coming up on y'all's schedule this week? <laughs> well, not this week. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get a week out. We got, we got Lindsay Lane Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. Oakwood on Saturday. So. <laughs> Two area games. We don't want to put Decatur I, Heritage I love, in the mix. I love the Lane, but, man, put those Decatur Heritage <laughs> Folks in their places with coats and everything. are a bunch of punks. Well, well, we'll do the best we can. <laughs> but you know how that goes. Oh, you know, we're, we're playing softball freshman, remember? Right. So um, I guess one question I have for you is uh, you brought up the whole homecoming aspect of it. So you called it a distraction. Uh, do you think that fuels actually fuels people when they figure out that you're the homecoming game, or is it a lot of fun? Mm. Yeah, I think if you're the opposing yeah. team, you're going in and you think, hey, they've picked us for homecoming. Chip. You got a little chip on you. Thinking, they're picking us for homecoming. I mean, hey, yeah, I, mean, I think that's the way it was when I was back in school. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, and, you know, and that's a really unique thing. I'm glad you brought that up, Adam, because, you know, you don't – East Limestone doesn't have a homecoming basketball game. Tanner doesn't. Elmont doesn't. You know, because y'all don't have a football that's team. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's unique. It always has been. I can remember being young. And going to Bible school homecoming games, and it was a big deal, man. Yeah. That old gym was rocking. Well, what you've got? Yeah. I mean, last, last night I had two starters that were on the homecoming court. Yeah. So they had to get off the court, wow. get out of, get their pictures made, get their, get all of their dresses, and get on the floor. And so I'm sitting here, turning around, figuring out, okay, are they going to be here yeah. to start the game? That's or a not? distraction. One court to another. And so they're running onto the floor, and really, I almost decided to make a change and not start them because they weren't there. But then, you know, circumstances came. Hey, here they come from running out here. We are. Yeah. Oh, so, so well, at least they had their tennis shoes on. Well, they had the tennis shoes on. Well, I don't you know. I think they had the heels on before they had tennis shoes on. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Oh, so. me. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that being a distraction. Yeah, without so a doubt. It, I wish we just had a little more time and it would help just to get our minds. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. get your minds ready, prepared, focused. But it's what it is, what it is. It's <laughs> all right. We learned a lot with that with COVID. So. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. Well, talk a little bit about Emily. The folks that hadn't seen the, uh, I believe, that, is that her first name, Emily? Molly. 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 Yeah. Molly, Molly Chumley. Yeah. Molly so, Chumley. Oh, yeah. Molly. Yeah. 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 I, Molly's a great, she's a senior. She's a great girl. Uh, great story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, kudos I mean, to Buck. Was it Chumley's, you know, adopted her, you know. Yep. Uh, I mean, I remember when they got her, you know, <laughs> go back there with her. But she's grown up. Uh, she's a fine young lady. I mean, she's what what you really want to see is a athlete who does well, who who deserves the things. Uh, of course, I, I can say about all of our girls, pretty much. They right. had a lot of good girls on that team. But but Molly is a good leader. She's not real out front, boisterous kind of thing. But she leads by example, and she does a lot of things like that. And it, she's just uh, all around just a good person. And whatever she does, she's gonna. Give it all she's got. But yeah. then again, coming from the family she comes from, I wouldn't expect any. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they're a big basketball family. I, oh, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Buck loves um, some Illinois football. Oh, yeah. He's uh, Illinois. Sorry. Yeah, he's Illinois. He's a line Don't yeah. let, let, let no, no doubt. about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, I just think it kind of embodies what uh, Athens Bible is all about when uh, when you have someone like uh, the Chumbleys who uh, adopt this girl from China and, and then r- uh, raise her in the family and she – grows up to be who she is and i think it says a lot about i mean you have you all have volunteer coaches over there y'all have people who step up in a lot of ways and i think it says a lot about athens bible's culture to have stories like that come out such as molly yeah well she's uh she's 
She's been a recipient of, of a blessing, but she's been a blessing to a lot of people too. Absolutely. And I guarantee yeah. she will be in her life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coach, thanks again for joining us. Good luck on the rest of the season. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. Right, Always man. great having you on the show, buddy. It's time to take a break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big 1080. Congratulations to Athens Bible School's Addison Simmons, our Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Addison picks up a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for future polls. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk after this. This is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. The new year is upon us, and 2022 gives you too many reasons to upgrade. With Ardmore Telephone Company's broadband internet, you will be more productive working from home, enjoy seamless streaming, and blast your competition with more bandwidth. There are too many benefits to list. Upgrade your internet service today. Call ATC at 800-830-9946. New internet customers get the first month free. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 as we announce the weekly winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc, Tailgate Talk, and 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is Brian Cunningham, former kicker for the Alabama Crimson Tide, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, ladies and gentlemen, here at the top of the hour. I was going to say we got the um, special guest segment. We still got the special guest segment. He's just not calling in, all right? Tailgate Talk special guest segment brought to you by Yellow Hammer Roofing. Yellow. Yeller. Yellow Hammer. Yeller. Not Yeller. Yeller. Hammer. It's Yellow Hammer Roofing. That's not who you ask. <laughs> Griff Redmill, former Crimson Tide offensive lineman. And we're in a small room in here, and it just got a little smaller. It got a lot smaller. <laughs> 
<laughs> we Griff, can do this outside this, of here. I'm standing yeah. up, and he's still as tall as me. <laughs> I was already short until you came in. <laughs> Griff, you, you were on the uh, show back in the summer uh, at the Duck Pond, and glad you came back. Hey, man, I'm glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. I don't know. I mean, don't know why nothing's going on with Alabama this week. But. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what y'all wanted to talk about. But, you know, we can <laughs> talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> well, so your career, you never faced Georgia. That's, that's right. Never faced. So I think they the year before you got there, yeah, um, Alabama had beaten Georgia. But, so uh, what do you think about this this run of 7-0 against in the last several years and now we got to face them again for a championship. Well, it's it's pretty crazy, you know, seven and zero, especially against a team like Georgia and what they've been, uh, you know, through that that span of time these last seven years. It's it's kind of hard to imagine that we're seven and zero against them. And uh, people have been asking me all week long what I think about it, and I, I you know, I've almost quit giving advice and, and predictions on this stuff because I feel like I'm wrong every time that I, <laughs> that I give a uh, you know prediction on one of these big games like this. Yeah, I didn't feel great about going into the, into the championship game. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I mean, I didn't either. I, I really, I really didn't. And uh, based on you know the, the struggles of this Alabama team or the inconsistencies this Alabama yeah. team has had, and, and uh, as strong as Georgia had looked, mm-hmm. um, and then of course we show up and it was like, wow, what, what happened? Something did the light switch turn on? And and so here we are again facing them. And um, you know, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about it. I'm, I'm yeah. wondering which team's going to show up, which Definitely. Alabama team and which yeah. Georgia team. Y'all have Definitely. one big advantage, and that's Kirby Smart on the other sideline. Yeah. yeah well. Second second quarter of the SEC championship game, I'm texting my wife, and I said, this game's over. You can look in his eyes until he was done. He was, and then you come out in the second half, I'm like, do what Nick done. Switch your starting quarterback. Stetson <laughs> couldn't throw it in an ocean at that particular right, time. Yeah, and um, and uh, he'd never pull the trigger on it. So, Well, to that point, from all, what all I've read is that they were the players do not like Fields at all. You mean JT? Yeah. Oh, really? They, yeah. they do not want him behind center. So, uh, if that's true. If that's well, true. I, I can see know, that. I mean, uh, I think anyone – like that, you you really don't know the full situation, but I, I can definitely see that. And going what off what you said about Kirby, do you remember his halftime interview? He he started laughing out of like despair almost yeah, because he, he, was, didn't, he didn't know what to confused. do. He didn't know what to do. But um, but one question I have for you is, uh, so you're an offensive lineman yeah. at Alabama. So um, the past two or so two of the past three games were Alabama's offensive line between the Georgia between the Auburn game and the Georgia game. So Auburn obviously there are seven sacks. We the offensive line played very poorly and Auburn dominated us uh, Alabama, sorry, most of the game. I graduated there, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um and then obviously against Georgia, zero sacks, the line played fantastic. Bryce had plenty of time to throw and Georgia didn't really have a chance with Bryce having plenty of time to throw. So what do you expect going into this championship game? Do you think it'll be more on the Auburn side of the spectrum or more on the SEC championship side of the spectrum? And, and, and before you answer, also, you know, taking consideration, you know, we've got two starters out. Yeah. So you being, you know, you, you've been in that situation. How hard is it to move around or fill in along with like what Adam was saying, just the difference between yeah. the Auburn and Georgia game? That's what do you expect for the championship game? Well, you know, to answer the first part of the question, I, I, I really feel like it'll be more uh, like like you saw in the Georgia game. I really, I really feel like the Auburn game, uh, you know, those guys, you know, they didn't have anything to lose. Um, and, and they really they had, a, they had a great game plan, and they oh, yeah. executed it. But they, they pretty much tossed everything to the kitchen sink at us uh, because there was really no, no big risk if it didn't work and, and uh, gave, them, gave them some trouble. Uh, and then you see us make a, a change at halftime, 
with a center and the right tackle, which was yeah. interesting to me that, you know, our offensive line has struggled all year at times. Yep. Uh, especially when people figured out that they can blitz and they and B gaps on us. Uh, once people figured that out, we, we saw that the last four or five weeks, just a heavy dose of that. And, and we hadn't, we didn't, we couldn't hardly stop it. Uh, and then we make this change, um, in the second half of the Auburn game, uh, and, and, you know, we slowed them down a lot. And, uh, and, and then, of course, you know, the next week or the next game at, uh, versus Georgia, you had that same lineup that you had in the second half. Uh, and uh, and those guys played really well. I mean, really, really well. And it got me thinking, you know, I mean, why we wait for the Auburn game to make this change, yeah. you know, is what was interesting to me because these other two guys that we sub in, we haven't seen hardly play at all all mm-hmm. year, uh, but they've been practicing every day. Uh, so, anyway, I don't know the, I don't know the answer behind behind that, but uh, what – they did make the change when they made it, and it, and it was and it was a positive one. Right uh, now, we got a couple of guys down, and we're going to see where that plays out. Uh, but to your question, that is a, that is a difficult situation, especially when you got a group of guys that has not played great together yeah. all year. Uh, and, and you know, Alabama, you know, you watch Nick Saban teams. Uh, and we play a lot of guys everywhere except the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And there you, you. Look, you, look, you look at every every game, and it doesn't matter if we're winning by thirty points. You know, that first unit is usually in there to mm-hmm. you know to you know. Midway through the fourth quarter, at the very least, and the, and the backups aren't getting much uh, playing time, uh, except for maybe the last series or, or so. Uh, so it's 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 very difficult to plug some guys in, especially on a stage like this, and expect them to play well. But, right. But you know, um, there's one thing you can never bet against, and that's a, a Nick Saban team and a game plan. And I think you'll have those guys ready. Absolutely, mm-hmm. completely agree. I also saw today um, on the ticker, it's been ticker before I left the house. That uh, Bill O'Brien is going to be interviewed for the Jacksonville Jags job, um, and I don't think that'll affect anything tonight. But uh, what have your thoughts been on him as far as being an offensive coordinator? Like, dislike, take him, leave him. Um, uh, you know, I think he's a great coach. He's got you know his his uh, resume speaks for itself. I thought it was a, a little bit of an odd hire when they hired him. Uh, it, it just seems to me that um, you know these NFL guys coming back to the college level, it just doesn't seem to work a lot of times. Yeah. Right. Uh, not that they're not a good coach. It's just it's a different game. It's almost like they don't want to be there in some cases. I don't, you know. Well, I, I, to me. once those guys get out of the recruiting grind, uh, and all grind they're going to do is, is right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, everybody, you know, we all know how hard these guys work during football season, oh, yeah, and the hours they put in. But when the last game is played, that's just the beginning. Yes, uh, what they do you know, the rest of the year, you know, they're away from their families, and and uh, and they're gone, and it's it's. Uh, I mean, you switch from coach to salesman. And uh, and it's 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 a, it just as grueling, if not more, schedule for these guys. And I think you know you step out of that for a few years, and you're still making you know huge money. But all you got to do is coach. Well, to turn around and step back into that, you know, I think it sounds great a lot of times, and they do it. And this is not really. I don't yeah. think they're 100 percent engaged sometimes. Yeah. Um. And and I think you kind of seen that. Uh. And and it's just uh, it's been a different um, feel from our offensive scheme and play calling this year. Uh, I know fans have been frustrated at times and. And uh, you know, it's funny because you look, oh, at, yeah. you look at you look at Coach O'Brien. And say, well, this guy's a great coach, obviously, or he wouldn't be where he's at. But it just uh, it didn't have the same feel as, as what we've been used to the last six, seven years. No, it didn't. But uh, I think I think what uh, everyone needs to keep in mind with O'Brien is he he does have a very good reputation. The only thing he doesn't have a good reputation for was being a GM of the Texans when he traded away DeAndre Hopkins and all mm-hmm. that stuff happened. Yeah. But uh, but as far as the coach Bill O'Brien, I mean, you, you can look at everywhere he's been. I think he has the respect of everyone. And yeah, and another thing is, uh, I think as a Bama fan, I think Bama fans are going to be frustrated at times, regardless of who the coordinators yeah, are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people have called for Golding's job for the past two seasons now. Now that's another story entirely. But as far as Bill O'Brien goes, I actually think he would be 
as good of a fit for the Jaguars as you can get because they're just an absolute nightmare um, in, in every which way the Jaguars are. So that's just uh, my take on it. I mean, from that perspective, any one of us would probably be a good fit for the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> At this point, you're probably right. Yeah, and, and O'Brien has been successful everywhere he's been. I, it's just been, like you said several times throughout the years, you know, it's like uh, I don't even remember which game it was now. Uh, might have even been an Auburn game. I don't know. But, you know, it's like, you know, you're down there on the goal line. We're, we've been, we ran the ball all the way down the field. Continue to run the ball into the end zone, Dave. That was you the uh, game that uh, uh, Ricochet Rabbit found that pick. Uh, what you call it? Threw the ball off and hit the hit the kid in the back at Auburn the last time Auburn beat Alabama. Are you talking about Mac Jones? Yes. And uh, Todd was talking about that the, that year. Oh, no, Najee Harris that. down there. Too. Yeah, what? You've run the ball all the way down the field. Why are you going to yeah. throw a quick screen? Yeah. Run the ball. Just run it. Yeah, yeah hit off Najee's helmet, and uh, it was returned yeah. for that pick. Yeah, I but that. um, but I don't know. It's um, it's going to be an interesting game. I don't think it's going to be a, a forty-one point. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are. I don't. I don't see it being as high scoring this time. I, I don't feel like it will. You know, I think. Uh, I was doing another another uh, interview on this the same topic this week, and they asked me, you know, what, what are you gonna, what do you expect? I said, well, you can expect to see something different from Georgia, because uh, oh, you know what you saw at them last time didn't work. Mm-mm. So you can't, you know, from a from the players' perspective, you can't walk in and, and expect the same type of game. So they're they're gonna come with something <laughs> different. Uh, I think they're gonna try to keep the uh, they're gonna try to keep uh, the score, you know, close close to home, so to speak, uh, because Georgia's a team that plays well when they're ahead. Uh, they're not really yeah. they're they're not really built to come mm-hmm. from behind. So if uh, if Alabama, like they can do at times, gets up on them a little bit, they're going to try to uh, prevent that at all yeah. costs. And, and I think you know so, uh, this morning I was watching. Um, somebody brought up a good point. It might have been Luganville, but I think the last four games that um, Alabama's won, Georgia's had a double digit lead at some point in the first half. And you know we've come, obviously come back and, and won the game. Um, so that kind of goes to your point. They're not really a team. It's it's you know made to come from behind. But so hopefully maybe we can jump you know jump ahead this time and stay ahead. But um, I don't know. So, you know, with two cornerbacks being out, Mitchie being out, a couple of offensive linemen being out. Yeah. I don't know. It's just going to be a different it, dynamic. It's never uh, yeah. It's never good when you get you get starters that are going to be out. Uh, and I think it's probably it may be more critical on the offensive line from that standpoint. When it comes, I agree. To, our, when it comes yeah. to our skill guys. Uh, you know, you look at uh, you know, we lost Mechie, and uh, and then we had uh, what's number seven uh, uh, young kid, Jacory Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. You know, do, he's yeah, he he's a monster. Some he guys did great. We've we've barely seen the kid all year long. Yeah, and uh, you know you can plug and play a guy like that, and he's making a huge play. Yeah. And, but he, you're right, though. Too now. It's one thing to for a, a player like that, but that offensive line, man, because you have to be a unit. You have to know what you know the left hand and the right hand is doing. The whole. And it's just not the same plugging in a, a guard or a tackle versus a receiver or running back. Well, you think about it, you got five guys that they've got to they got to work together and play together, and they got to they got to do it for ninety plays mm-hmm. or whatever how many plays. And, right. and you know, and if they have uh, you know two or three bad plays, yeah. it could be catastrophic in a game. As opposed to the skill guys, you got a guy you know you can put him in there, and all he's got to do is win two, one or two or three times. Yeah. Uh, in a one-on-one situation, yep. and he may change the game. Yep. Uh, so that's that's the difference there. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we're talking to Griff Redmill here, former Alabama uh, offensive lineman. I want to shoot you a question here. One of the best things that Nick Saban does is roster management. He knows who's coming. He knows who's going. He knows what he needs. 
and then he goes and recruits them and gets the best five stars. That's uh, not been the situation my team, the Auburn Tigers, but uh, Coach Harson is working on that. But you look at Coach Saban's track record of bringing in five stars and four stars. So I, everybody's concerned that, you know, we got guys out, but with the roster management that Coach Saban does, you know, it's not plug and play, but you've got a guy, hopefully you've got him prepared for to be in this situation. Yeah, I think they do a great job at that. Uh, you know, they work these guys uh, throughout the week, all year long. They, they work them, uh, you know, with a plan that if, if some guy goes down, you got to be ready. you got to know what to do. Uh, and and it's, uh, it's interesting to watch at Alabama because you know, your, your stars get, get all the limelight and get all the snaps, get yeah. everything. And, and so uh, it's really hard for these guys that aren't the number one guy to get meaningful snaps throughout the year. Uh, but most times when they have the opportunity, they seem prepared and they seem ready. Yes. And that's a testimony yeah. to the coaching. Let me ask you this. So being in that situation – on a Tuesday at one o'clock, in you know, in August practice versus maybe two months later playing in front of a hundred thousand people, being called, you know, being called to fill that role, you know, all of a sudden you're being thrust in front of all these thousands of people. How does that? I mean, how does that feel? I'm sure I know you've been in that situation. I mean, is it, is it, does all that practice just does it automatically the repetition take over? Or is it a little mind freak a little bit? Like, oh, my God. Well, you know, I mean, I, it would be for me. I'd wet myself I can a only, little bit. I can only speak from my personal experience, and it was mind freak. You know, uh, yeah, when, when I was a freshman, they, uh, they, they had just moved me from defensive line to offensive uh, line. I'd, I'd never played offensive line yeah, before. I, I read that story, and I, I had not known that until you, last night. That was incredible, it, dude. I'd been taking snaps at left tackle behind Chris. It wasn't exactly the deal I signed up for when they asked yeah. me. Because you know, uh, Coach Dubos and Coach Galloway came to me and, and – and, uh, and kind of played it like I was going to be, you know, teaming me up for that right tackle spot. They signed you up for and the then, – And then I, then, I, then I come out for spring ball that first spring, and I'm behind Chris Samuels. And I'm like, this is not what I really thought yeah. we were talking about here because I don't think I'm going to beat this guy. But but anyway, I'm just figuring out what I'm doing, and I get a call on Tuesday or maybe Wednesday. There's a Wednesday is what of, I read. Of Arkansas, yeah. the, the Arkansas game. Yep. And Coach Callaway, you know, and, and back in those days, you didn't get a phone call from your coach. I mean, you know, he called my dorm room. I didn't, even, I didn't know he had my number, to be honest. Mm. Um, and uh, they tell me we were going to play guard Saturday. Uh, you know, you talk oh, about uh, mind freak. So you know, I didn't even uh-huh. I didn't even learned all the all the blocks right, right. left tackle. So yeah, it was mind freak um, for me. But uh, but you know, these guys are big time players, and and the way things are now with these kids, you know, everything is a big stage for them. I mean, they're. Yeah. they're 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 superstars before they ever get there, yeah. so they're a lot. Most times they're used to being on the big stage and they're ready for it. And and I think uh, the staff Alabama does a good job of preparing these guys for the moment. Uh, and if if the coaches didn't think that they could handle it mentally, uh, then then they wouldn't get the nod when their opportunity yeah. comes up. It'd be the next guy. And Makes sometimes sense. you see you see you see a situation develop where a guy goes down and everybody's expecting this guy and it's not that guy. Well, there's usually a reason for that. I mean, yeah. he, he might be the more talented guy, but maybe he just doesn't have, you know, have the, the middle part. Memory, yeah. And they don't Prepare. have the confidence that they can yeah. put him out there and him get it done. Yeah. That's really interesting. And one more. This is a weird question, but none of your questions are weird. None right? of my questions are weird. But <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, so we've had, you know, you've had all these weeks to, to prepare, right? For, or not, well, not really, because now you've got the playoff games. But um, say back, you know, in your day when you, you go to a ball game or something. Do I don't even know how I'm wording this because I'm not trying to say you got to plan it or whatever. How does a coaching staff find out, or do they even attempt to find out what the other team is doing? Do they just prepare? Is, is Saban just preparing his team to do what they want to do, or is he trying to find out from somebody what George is working on over there? 
Well, does that happen? I, you know, I don't specifically know what might be going on behind the scenes. You know, it, you know, as players, you know, you kind of you're showing up and you're, you're doing what you you're, you're doing what you do and and uh, what they're asking you to do. Um, I'm sure there's some of that stuff that goes on. I can tell you that when I was in school, um, when you see people's own fears and uh, and, and I guess um, you know when they're worried about. Uh, what somebody else is doing. Everybody always thought we'd up to the Auburn game. They would black out the fence line along practice because mm. they were convinced somebody, the coaching staff was convinced that there was somebody in those apartments on the other side of the fence watching us. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it was every year. And, I'm, and I always thought, I why are that. they so worried about that? Who who thinks that? Well, is it, are they worried about it because they were doing it down in Auburn? I mean, I don't know. No. You know maybe that's the case. But, yeah. um, you know, I think uh, they, they collect an, uh, an enormous amount of, data and uh, information throughout the year and throughout previous years leading up to a game like this. And they've got a you know huge staff of people that all they do is just chop up this data and look for trends and look for things and look for things they might do, things they may not have done this season, but they've done in the previous past. seasons. Or maybe uh, even they may go back to. Yeah, they yeah. may go yeah. back to. And so, you know, they compile all that and, and it, it, gets, it gets condensed down uh, you know, to a, a teachable uh, plan that they can roll out to the players. It's amazing. Yeah, I thought you brought up an interesting point where people were worried about uh, people in apartments uh, spying, uh, doing a little bit of spying on the practices and stuff. Um, in Tuscaloosa now, you know, they have all those really nice apartments right there oh, yeah. across from uh, the field, the practice fields. Everyone who lives in those apartments, they have to sign um, basically an agreement that says they won't be out there with a camera during practice time. They're not they're <laughs> even allowed to go out there during a, during practice wow. time to use their own balcony because yeah. <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah, you know. Well, when I was in, in Tuscaloosa, you know, I got there just as Bill Oliver was leaving. Of course, yeah. Bill Oliver was a legend, but when he, if you remember, when he oh, left yeah. for Auburn, it was a huge deal. You know, Benedict Arnold, the whole thing. Yep. And yep. so that's when that craze started on Iron Bowl week, and it made me think. What was Coach Oliver doing while he was here that makes everybody so worried about it now that he's gone? <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah. I think it's, so, you know. I've just always I don't. And what? Why I would think this? Because years and years ago, I don't know if you know Coach Story, Donnie Story. He, yep. he went. So he was a trainer down there years ago before you got there. But um, he he was under Coach um, Curry when he first got there, and then Coach Donalds came along. And I would go down there and spend the weekend with Donnie or whatever, and, and and we'd go to practice. But he'd always say, "Look, man, you got to stand over here. You can't don't be you know." talking to anybody or whatever, and we would get run out. Well, then it came to the point where we couldn't even come in. But then when Coach Stallings came, he would come over and shake your hand, ask you how you're doing, you know, are you going Coach to the Tubble. game. And um, yeah. But I just that. always remember thinking, what is – I mean, look at me, dude. Do you really think I'm a, you yeah. know, spy? I don't know, man. It is, like, it's funny, too, because, you know, unless unless you're, you know, some, you know, football, football guru, you know, how are you going to walk into practice and, and, and spend 30 minutes watching these guys and figure out what they're doing? I mean, right. certainly you know, could. To, right. to, to, to no. the general you know, observer, it's just a bunch yeah. of guys just running drills and slamming and into each other. You're exactly right. I mean, what y'all do, the level y'all do it at is so over most of our heads. It's, you know, it's amazing. But all coaches are different, you know, yeah. and, and some of them are super highly sensitive to, you know, what people are watching. Some of them are, you know, like Coach Stallings, hey, we're going to do what we're going to do. It doesn't matter if they know what we're, what we're doing or not. Yeah. Stop it if you can. Right. Yeah. yeah, I went to a spring practice years ago uh, just to watch Auburn. We're talking mid to late 90s. And uh, and standing up on the hill because I didn't know if I could go down there. Next thing you know, here comes Coach Tubbs in a golf cart. What's up, Coach? Oh, doing great, man. How you doing? Great. Just sneaking, watching the practice from a distance. He says, Go down there, man. That's Walk awesome. on the sideline. Check everybody out. Just, but it was spring. They weren't yeah. preparing for a game. And they were, you know, got a good dose of 
what the coaches are yelling at which player when <laughs> you know superstar comes in he's not doing he's not running to the ball running to the ball you know they run that poor boy off yeah well it's, it's like run a, to the ball it's like what you were saying is that every every coach is different every coach runs a program differently so I guess every coach is a little bit more uh, I guess skeptical or I guess wary of what's what's going on with all that yeah around them if you hadn't seen the uh, story about Mike leach and I can't remember exactly how the story played out but when he was uh, in Oklahoma there's there's a hilarious story about somebody planning uh, the game plan uh, on the field like leaving yes. the play the, the play play sheet yes. you know, the play call sheet uh, warm up. I can't remember who did it to the other one, but they they planted it, you know. Yeah. And the other team discovered GM. And the other team discovers you know, the play call sheet and think they found found gold, you know. But it was all a, a farce. A farce. Yeah. I like do the, like the test. And, yeah. yeah, it's a great story. In it's, classic it's Mike hilarious. Leach fashion. As yeah. on, and that's Mike Leach. Yeah. yeah, that is Mike Leach in a nutshell for sure. So you know, so back when you were you were there, that was when all the probation mess right was going on around that time. So I mean, you know. I mean, how, how was that being there and having to go through all that? I mean, I know y'all were just playing the game. I mean, you love football, you want to win, you're, you're working hard to win. But, I mean, did it ever like, kind of hang over your head a little bit? Like, because you didn't really know what was maybe coming next. Were you glad when you finally found out exactly what the penalty was so y'all could move forward? Or Well, the penalties, you know, that that came down before I signed. Was it that? Okay. The year before I signed, but it affected – it affected my cl- the class before me and my class the most drastically. I think there were 13 signees in uh, in the class before me, which was Sean Alexander and Chris Samuels. Yeah. So they did pretty good with the 13 that they got uh, based off those two guys right there. And then my yeah. class only had 12 available scholarships. Well, and I was just going to say, that says a lot about you. I mean, it really does. Well, I don't know about uh, that. No, it does. But, uh, you know, it's, you know, at the time, you know, I, you know, when it happened, I remember thinking I wanted to go to Alabama. And I was somewhat of a late bloomer, and, uh, you know, I just wasn't sure I was going to get that opportunity. And so I hear, you know, they're going to cut our scholarships by, you know, in half. And I thought, well, you know, that's going to be my opportunity gone right there. And, and of course, it worked out. But, you know, when you're there in the middle of it, in the wake of it, after the, you know, you're feeling the penalties from a roster standpoint, you know, we weren't really thinking about it at the time. We're just we're just trying to play and have fun. Mm-hmm. But when I look back, you know, it served its purpose. I mean, it's meant to punish you. And, you know, the, I mean, you look at, you know, you, you move – just the, the the action of moving a guy like me who's never played offensive line from defense to offense, and then you know in the fourth week of the season I'm starting at guard. That tells you a lot about the yeah. situation we were in. I mean, it wasn't because right. I was great at guard at that point in time. Well, I didn't even know how to you know I didn't, I didn't know how to combo block. Yeah. Uh, so you know we were we were doing the best we could. And as a matter of fact, by the end of the year I was back playing defense because we had defensive injuries. Yeah. Um, that's so amazing. we were doing the best we could with with the numbers with we what had. You had, yeah. And, uh, and yes, yeah, why we won four ball games. It's yeah. meant to, uh, probation's meant to hurt, and it it did its job. Yeah. So you're talking about being a late bloomer, six four, one forty five, freshman. How are you not on the basketball court? Oh, I, I played basketball too. Okay, basketball was my favorite sport. Was it your yeah. favorite sport? But my football coach said you're just not good at it. You're you know you need to focus <laughs> on this. Um, but I love basketball. Yeah, nobody likes football practice. No, but you know, if you play basketball, you know, you know, basketball. You're just playing basketball. You know, so practice is playing basketball. We go, we went home and played basketball. I loved basketball. It was, it was a great sport. Yeah. I think it's a great developmental developmental sport for kids. And, um, and eye coordination. Yeah. Can y'all can y'all imagine six four one forty five sitting over here? <laughs> I wish no. I, could, I wish I could. <laughs> and get then back I, there. I read where you by the time you graduated, you were two forty five. Which I mean, that's you know, that's a hundred pounds. 
and you thought how big you were. Of course, I guess when you got to college, <laughs> you didn't realize you might have been the biggest. Still dude. Blooming, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for my bloom to happen. So. Oh man, trust you know, me, it will. Trust me. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a break. We've spent a good, great time here with Griff Redmill, former uh, Alabama Crimson Tide offensive lineman. Uh, Griff. Good luck. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yes, sir. It's time to take a quick break. Roll Tide. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big 1080. Missed part of this week's show? Archives are available on our website. You can also hear us on your favorite podcast platform, including iTunes, Google, Amazon, and more. Just check out the podcast page at tailgatetalk.net for a list of available apps and links. We'll be back with more of Applebee's Tailgate Talk after this. Smith's Heating and Cooling in Elkmont is your friendly local contractor servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems. Whether it's an air conditioner, gas furnace, heat pump, or indoor air quality system, Smith's Heating and Cooling takes pride in their exceptional installation and 24-7 customer service after the fact. They offer financing, too. Call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no-obligation consultation. Smith's Heating and Cooling. Call 777 Visit them on Facebook or online at smithsheatingandcoolingllc.com. Are you getting the propane service you deserve? At Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore, you always get the most value for your dollar, professional gas personnel who make safety a high priority, and you can always get in touch with them any day of the year at any time. They accept Visa and MasterCard, too. So if you're not happy with your present propane supplier, join the many who have made the switch. Give Ferguson LP Gas in Ardmore a call at 256-423-3320. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality Quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. 
If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at Midpoint with an E storage.com or buddyboxstorage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Hello, this is Jeff Pugh, head football coach at East Limestone High School. You're listening to Appleby Tailgate Talk. I'm all about the action. I'm all about the action. I'm all about that action. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Tom McClung, old Tom Kid here, alongside Todd the Bod, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, and our special guest uh, host this morning, Adam Dodson, News Courier Sports Editor. And we've got the Swami of the SEC on right now, the man that I got to meet in the restroom of the Auburn Press Box, Mr. A.P. Steph. <laughs> Hey, good morning. Good morning. So glad to be on Applebee's Tailgate Talk, WKAC 1080 AM, Athens, Alabama. And that's going to be my claim to fame, AP. I met you in the restroom of the press box. He's been been bragging about that restroom meeting. I don't know what all happened up in there, but that's between y'all. Yeah, he he loves talking to (laughs) you. You know, very very rarely you get to meet a celebrity. Well, that's true. Anywhere, let alone. And get to speak with him. At the restroom of the Auburn football. In the press box of all places. AP, we've been talking about some stupid game starting Monday night. I'm pretty sure you know what's going on, right? Yeah, well, uh, this is my strategy. I'm going to give you uh, how Alabama can win the game and how Georgia can win the game. Please, that, that's what I'd like to hear that. Alabama has to protect their Heisman Trophy winning yeah. quarterback, get the ball to Jamison Williams. They couldn't guard him with two people last night. Got that right. Um, I, I'd like to utilize those tight ends some more, uh, Latou and Billingsley. Yep. And, you know, defensively, if you can pressure their quarterbacks, Stetson Bennett, the four. The, the uh, pass uh, completion percentage drops quite a bit. Yeah. So you yep. got to keep pressuring him. Uh, you got to do something with those tight ends. You know, they have three outstanding yes, tight ends Bowers, yep. Washington, and Fitzpatrick. 6'4, 6'7, 6'7. You know, as Nick Saban explained to me before the SEC championship game, it's like a point guard trying to defend the power forward. Hmm. Offense has the advantage. Yeah. They've got to come up with a game plan to slow them down. But I just think that if Alabama can let Bryce Young throw the football, he had a record-setting day, 421 yards against the Bulldogs the last time, make them stop the passing game of Alabama. Now, if I was Georgia, what I would do, I would make Brian Robinson Jr. the star of the game. 
I would let him run wild. You get down near the red zone, you tighten up your defense, so you only have to defend 30 yards, yeah. 20 yards in the red zone and the 10 yards in the end zone. So you should be able to contend with the speed of Alabama on the outside. Maybe you stop them on a third down, they get a couple of field goals in, in, instead of a couple of touchdowns. But I want to continue to let to encourage Alabama to run the football because you're taking time off the clock. In Georgia, they've scored 24 twice against Alabama. So offensively, they're, they're doing fairly well against the tied defense. They just have to uh, get rid of their turnovers, which were consequential yeah. the last time it was in the red zone and also with the pick six. So that's that's 14 points right there. You can cut those down, the, the, the costly turnovers. So that's my strategy for Alabama and Georgia to both win the game. I saw where uh, solid an- analogy. Yeah, it is solid analysis. I, I think so too. I think um, I think that's a very interesting perspective about letting B Rob do his thing, and then you just kind of tighten up when you get closer yeah. to the end zone. I think, that's, I think that's a really good idea because, like you said, if Stetson plays a clean game, and then Alabama, you know, they just let him run wild. They get to the twenty, tighten up, and they get two field goals. I mean, mathematically, that changes the entire game right there. And Georgia would have won. Uh, the SEC championship mathematically just based off what you're saying. Yeah. 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 You're just trying to make Bryce Young complete the short passes and you have to uh, tackle well that day. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you have your assignment and you know, the defensive coordinator can make the call, but if he puts you in position, you must make the tackles. Yeah. Well, there, it, those wide receivers in front of you. Like I said, when I was watching the game and you see the highlights, uh, they couldn't guard J- James with two people. Right. Yeah, you know, with Course Meche being out, that you know that's going to hurt a little bit. But Brooks stepped in and, and did pretty well. Oh yeah, the other night. Receivers. And uh, yeah, Corey no. Brooks is capable, and some of the yeah. young receivers. Yeah, we just like had a. Uh, if they, if the, if the, uh, you know, they play tremendous defense and, and block out everybody on the perimeter, you can go to those tight ends. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we just had Griff uh, Redmill in, former um, alt lineman, um, back in the day for Alabama. And we, because we, and we were talking about you know the the um, injuries to the offensive line. And of course, you know, right. Mechie and the cor- and a couple of cornerbacks too. But that's the only thing that concerns me as much as anything is the offensive line. You know, can they play together? Um, you know, pick up their assignments. You know, since they're not since they haven't worked together as a, a unit all year. So that's going to be the interesting part of it to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Georgia's defensive line is going to be. Uh, uh, suck and win like they were the, the first game. I, I think they'll play much better. I mean, they yeah. were shut out. No turnovers, no sacks. Yeah. That, that was an extremely tremendous performance by the offensive line of Alabama. I mean, they were one of the keys to the game. When they protected the quarterback and he, he didn't get sacked. And, of course, we all know Bryce Young. He's nimble-footed. He can escape the rush. He, he scored a touchdown in that game. He could separate himself from the, from the rush. So, but it, it should be a good ball game. But if somebody makes too many turnovers, uh, that could be the, the advantage. I mean, like always, in any game, when it's going to be tight. And then the kickers are pretty equal. They missed four or five both this uh, field goals this season. So that's pretty equal, the, the, uh, the uh, actual place kickers. Now, the return game, you don't have Jameis on the kickoffs. He can bring it back for you. Yeah, and I think it's um, interesting how Saban continues to use Jameson Williams because it's uh, there's been two times now we've we've lost him or almost lost him due to uh, either the targeting call or the injury he got in the Cincinnati game, and yet we keep uh, 
we keep using him out there just because of how valuable he is. And, um, right. and that Saban's been very consistent with using his stars on special teams, and he, it doesn't sound like he's going to um, change anytime soon. No, I don't think so because you really tempt fate. I think that's what you—that's what happens when you, mean, you have somebody at the end of the game and you get hurt. So he should have been out of the game. Well, uh, it could happen in warmups. Oh yeah. I mean, we've seen it. We've we've seen it happen in football many ways. I still think this, guys. Thank you for letting me come on in. First of all, the weakest link—the links of the offensive line—are the ones that's got hurt, in my opinion. I think Owens is the weakest link we got out there. And I think the right. kids has come in by committee. Damon George is not ready to play Georgia. We saw that. But the other kid, right. the other kid, if you watched Amari Kite come in at the end of the game, he didn't do a bad job. And I've been wanting J.C. Latham to play the whole season. He did a good job. The key to this game also, guys, is this. I think the best player, in my opinion, on the field – on both teams is Brock Bowers. He's a beast. Man, he's a monster. He's a beast. And that other kid is a basketball player playing football. The key to right. us on defense, you got to figure out somebody to shut them down. Yep. And also, yeah. also AP, I've been waiting all year for a breakout yeah. game from Jaleel Billingsley. If it is oh Monday goodness, night, yes. we win. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and let me ask you this, AP. When yeah. is the last yeah. time, if you watch the game, there's a couple times when we put Jackson in at corner, that, that he come up from for run support. I'm not. I'm not talking about come up and going. I'm gonna work the sideline and, and knock you out of bounds. He come up to try right. to kill somebody, and we ain't <laughs> had that at Alabama ever with a cornerback ever with yeah. a safety. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I like that guy, and he's just yeah, a, he's, a JUCO yeah. guy that's trying to learn. You know. Oh yeah, he's he's hungry and he's big. He's lanky, so it'd be fun to watch him. And uh, the number five was coming into play for me. You got Jalen Armour Davis from the Mobile area here. Yeah. You know the cornerbacks have to play well. If you don't have one quarterback, co- cornerback on either side, falter. It's going to be a long day. This is the fifth time that Nick Saban and Kirby Smart face off as head coaches. There's five TD passes by Stetson Bennett, the fourth, but also five interceptions in the two games. So you know he's got, he's got to change that number, uh, keep that five on the interception, uh, not increasing. So. Uh, there's a lot, and there's five very good tight ends in this game, two on Alabama's side and three on Georgia's side. Right. So, I mean, Georgia's can't make mistakes. We, we saw that they made mistakes, and it, it was reflected in the score. So, you know, can Kirby make the adjustments? You know, and the funny thing about this series, how many times has Georgia had a double-digit lead? Man, oh, yeah. I think I saw this morning the last four games. Um, yeah, they, yeah, I've had a double-digit lead. Yeah. Uh, Definitely um, the championship game. Remember, it was thirteen to nothing. Yep. Uh, ten, ten nothing in the SEC championship yep. recently. Uh, in some of those other other games, I as think well. another one was a ten a, to nothing, a, a double digit yeah. lead. Yeah. So, and and uh, Griff kind of brought up a good point that Georgia's not necessarily a team that's built to come from behind. No, so, um, right. You know, it'd be definitely to our advantage if we can ever you know jump on them. And, and AP and you guys here, would you not agree that there's a reason? I mean, to me, you got a superstar that don't ever play quarterback at Georgia and a walk-on starting. So that just tells you that the guys aren't bought into JT Daniels. Absolutely. So if we can yeah. knock Stetson Bennett out of the game, yeah. they better call Buck Ballou into quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, something about JT. You know, I, I, I probably mentioned this on the air at times. So, you know, I met JT when he was 14 years old. 
I was with him in California at oh, wow. Modern Day High School, and he was the most mature 14-year-old I ever interviewed. And so he, he does have uh, uh, some skills as a passer. Uh, like anyone, he doesn't like to rush up the middle yeah. because you can't step forward, and it, it fouls up your footwork. But I, I, would, I wouldn't I uh, would just, you know, be, be that excited if JT came in the game. He's talented. Well, I, I I was telling them, AP, I've re, I've read um, over the last couple months or so that um, whether it's true or not, you know, that's to be said. But um, that a lot of the players don't like him, don't want to play for him, don't want them, don't want him being their right. quarterback. So right. um, if that's the case, that might have been why we didn't even see him in the ACC championship game. Well, while that while that may be the case, I also think that if JT did come into the game, while his players may not like him, they're going to like him a lot more if he ends up being Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Let's hope he totally. comes in and throws three interceptions. Yeah. Heck he has yeah. To walk right, on. yeah. In other words, he's your quarterback. Uh, if you like him or love him, it doesn't matter. I mean, you don't want to be on tape not blocking for your quarterback, no, right? Exactly. Nope. It's in your best interest to block for him. Whether you yeah. like them or not, and I've never understood that mentality football. anyway. Because yeah. I mean, it's a team sport, and you want to win. I'm out yeah. there to win. I don't care who's taking snaps. I may not like them, right. may not care for them, right. but I'm going to do my job and block for him because I want to win. Right, right, you know? yeah. Exactly. yeah. You you, don't, you wouldn't you wouldn't want uh, uh, anybody watching your film against Alabama and you were an advocate, and they said, "Wait a minute, this is the biggest game of his career. What's what's going on?" Yeah. Well, I'm just saying this. You guys are talking about the kicking game. We're evenly right. matched with place kickers, but the punter, our guy can't punt it out of a port john <laughs> The other guy can really punt. He's really good. Yeah. He's really good. He was their MVP of the name? last game. I can't remember his name. He was, annoying me. he was annoying me doing that Connor McGregor walk after he did no, that big time. I was, yeah. like, I was like, well, the last time a punter made it out of Alabama, <laughs> it didn't turn out too well for the no, – Hey, let's well, just hope. he has one one game to prove himself. One, it just takes one game. That's true. Let's just hope that Nick Saban gets to walk out like Tuberville used to do against when we had no coach in Alabama holding up six fingers. <laughs> right. One for the thumb, brother. One for the thumb. That's man. right. That's right. Well, one, AP, one th- for the thumb. thank you so much for joining us, bud. Uh, you guys going to tell AP well, those two words? Well, absolutely. Before you go, I assume you're going to the game, right? No, no, I'm, I'm I'm down here in L.A., Lower Alabama. All right, football, L.A. Watching on the television. Okay, well, enjoy it down there. But we've, we've been zoom, we've been zooming all week. We zoomed this morning with uh, the interviews. Awesome. So, cool. well, all right, buddy. Well, roll tide, man. Roll tide. Okay, roll tide, and uh, we'll see what happens between the dogs and the tides. Yes, Absolutely. Thanks, AP. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big 1080. AP Stedham, Heisman Trophy voter, Maxwell Award voter, and Boletnikoff Award voter can be heard every week on From the Press Box with AP on WHEP AM and FM in Foley, Alabama. He can also be found on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk after this. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well 
as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. First National Bank is a name everyone in the community will recognize. We see it on our schools, in our parks, and in our homes. First National Bank is proud to help make our community great. I'm First National Bank Student Advisory Board member, Carla Serrato from Tanner High School, and I love to help represent First National Bank in my community. First National Bank, making communities great. Member FDIC. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to a sales quote. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. The new year is upon us and 2022 gives you too many reasons to upgrade. With Ardmore Telephone Company's broadband internet, you will be more productive working from home, enjoy seamless streaming, and blast your competition with more bandwidth. There are too many benefits to list. Upgrade your internet service today. Call ATC at 800-830-9946. New internet customers get the first month free. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230-6464 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. Daly & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daly & Son Car Care... Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Hey, this is former Auburn defensive end, LaDarian Gorn, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Tom McClung here alongside Todd the Bod Tomlin, our special guest uh, host today, the news courier sports editor, Alan Dodson, producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert, and we've had a late addition to the crew with a brand new nickname. Ladies and gentlemen, Clint Mayhem leg. Because uh, he looks Mayhem. Mr. Mayhem. He it. looks just like the guy in Thank those you Mayhem guys. Thank you. Get him a butterfly band-aid right there on his right cheek. Or get Mr. Mayhem a visor and they'll be 20. Exactly. That's true. Hey, we've been talking, before we go any further, we've been talking about stories of 2020. And uh, this kid right here. That I'm fixing up. 2021. Like I said, 2021. (laughs) This kid right here, even though he didn't go to high school here in Limestone County, he's got a lot of family over here. It's my wife's son, Garen Hoosier. Y'all have heard me talk about him. At Scottsboro High School, he set the school record, single season record for saves 
at Scottsboro High School as a keeper and set the school record game, school game record for saves against Fort Payne. So, shout out to Karen. It was double digits. It was double digits. 18 saves. 18 18 saves, yeah. Yeah, that'll be one that'll stand for a long time. A lot of times you don't even get them, you don't get near many shots on goal. On goal, exactly. Well, Fort Payne soccer is, they're they're like, (laughs) they were a state championship contender. But the kid done well, proud of him. He's uh, taking his taking his uh, marching band to yep, Mississippi State, talents. all A's this semester, first semester in college. So, yeah, proud of him. Did you guys see the all-county? You already talked about that football. We actually there. haven't. Yeah, yeah. Came, came out today. Yeah. It's out there. And, you know, I, since I've been coaching back in the county, I want to get back, and I'm, I'm going to make this happen. Is when I was in high school, all county, we had the banquet where they give t shirts mm-hmm. away, yep. the whole nine yards. We used to do the banquet at uh, plugging Charlie Brown's up there in Ardmore. Oh, and, yeah, I you thought you were gonna say Quincy's and that, or we'd go to Greenbrier, <laughs> yeah, and but yeah, or Quincy's home of the East Row, right? yes, sir. But but man, hats off to those guys that Sorry. made <laughs> hats off to the guys that made that made that uh, we need to make that happen again. But man, there's some, and you good know what, I don't remember. Was it the news courier that actually sponsored those like shirts and stuff? I don't remember who put uh, I that love, on. I, 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 I don't think so. I really don't remember who that was, Adam. But it was yeah, it was a big deal. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, you got it. You know, right. I can remember, um, man, my ninth grade year in basketball, um, basketball tournament. Um, I, man, I had a pretty decent tournament, and I was like, I'm gonna make all county, man. I'm gonna make all county. I, I'm gonna get me a shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted. Sure. That's a shirt. Well, maybe What's we should. Shirt? Maybe that's we right. should definitely establish something like that. Right. And if the news courier was involved in that in any way, obviously we published it. But is there's any way we can get involved with shirts or maybe hosting the banquet or at least sponsoring the banquet? Right. I think that'd be something that'd be very good was, for the community. It was really cool. Yeah. Let me tell you. So, so now I don't have I don't, the football. Yeah, was at the banquet, but the basketball. It was in, it was all county tournament, right? So you, yeah. you actually at the end of the, the the boys championship, they would call out the girls and the boys, give them a certificate, a t shirt, and then they would get you know be in front of everybody. Um, I actually um, I don't know who was voting that year. Obviously, they didn't know anything about basketball because I didn't make all county, but true. whatever. I, I agree. But I, I was going up for a layup and got my legs taken out from under me, hit the floor, sixty eight stitches, dude, in my skull, inside mm. and out. Cause I hit that. You were I hit a crimson the, mask. I was a crimson mask. I hit the T right there on that old Athens floor and stained oh it, man. Gosh, but awesome. uh, but anyway, yeah, that that was. I'm glad you brought that up because that was that was a. I, I, I remember us talking about that school. I mean, we're getting us a T-shirt this and, year. And, <laughs> and I'm all in. If, if I've got to host all that at, at my school, man, now I'm in. Now I can do what I didn't say what I want to do. But if we want to host baseball, basketball, all county banquet at my at school, we'll do it. I want to recognize these yeah. kids that make it. It's a, Absolutely. It's an accomplishment, It is man, an accomplishment. In a world we they live in hard. today where we need more kids playing sports. Yeah, and the, and the coaches, they, they work hard, too, uh, mm-hmm. doing the voting and putting the list together in the first place. So yeah. I think um, I think it shows that everyone in this county really cares about the all-county football team. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's always been yeah. a big deal. And uh, this making first team or honorable mention, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yep. You know, man, and now we got county basketball tournament coming up soon. It's yep. back at Ardmore again. Yeah, yep. you guys, I'm sure y'all will be involved in that. Soon. Yep. I'll um, be I will be living there for basically a week. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> big Tim, undertaking, man. I think uh, yeah. Tim and Jay and um, Garth are covering it for the finals. But the girls cool. and boys finals. Just to let y'all know, sports. next year. It's back in God's country. Oh, yeah? No, the Clements, the Clements High School. Coach. Good deal. We're going to host it next year. We're going to do some things different and keep on doing it a little bit like, like it's been being. It's 
We're looking forward to that. As long as you got that VIP room, brother. Got to have the VIP man, y'all room always, with the weenies you, and the, you guys here's always and the nachos. Gotta, I got you, man. Y'all always got that <laughs> VIP room with me. Y'all oh, got to have that, them days to have it. But, um, yeah, we know y'all do a wonderful job. And, you know, it is cool the way they move it around. I like um, it a lot. Yeah. It, you know, gives each school an opportunity to show off, um, you know, their facility and their their campus and, and, you know, their student body and things of that nature. But, yeah, it's always a, a big, fun time of year. Even though I've always said this, Tim, maybe Tim can get work on this one. Right there in front of the bus garage, there's 57 acres of undeveloped land. If if Athens would spend money on something that needed to be spent on, let's build a civic center right there in front. Let's make it as it can't be as nice as Von Brum. Let's make it where we can host stuff like and bring that bring the havoc over here to play. Let's play some basketball. Let's get Alabama. Let's get those guys to come play here in Athens. The well, you know what? Most growing this popula- place. Yeah, in, I was going to say the yeah, fastest yeah. growing, the fastest growing in population the, in, the in the state. It's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna happen eventually. I mean, you're you're gonna get to the point where there's gonna be such a high demand for stuff such as that that. I mean, limestone in Athens is going to have no choice but to uh, accommodate with uh, the appropriate facilities. And yeah. I, th- I think that it, when it actually does happen, it's going to be like you were talking about. It's going to be a game changer because, I mean, you could, like you said, it could do Havoc games. It could host all the all-county mm-hmm. games if he chose to do that. And keep the money it. here. Yeah. Yes. You know, instead of all of us driving right. to wherever. And it, it would even help uh, uh, – Rec league basketball because I know right now they do it all at the rec center, but I mean the, having a civic center that's just another place where you can well, do the city e- basketball. Yeah. League. We could even host New South Pro Wrestling oh here, brother. Oh, oh man, people around here would freak. <laughs> Incredible. People around here would freak. I get dump Sanders over <laughs> here in a second. <laughs> I'm th- I'm thinking uh, ballet. Those ballet lessons Todd's been taking. We could get him in his Dang. in his uh, leotards and. We could do the. I told you not to say <laughs> anything about that. That's awesome. And if you show any of the pictures, yeah, we're like not the, friends anymore. That big Lebowski. I knew I should have sent you <laughs> a picture. Send him a picture, Mr. Mayhem. I made my leotard one time, my tights, and he's going to. Now he holds it over my head. That's awesome. He was not supposed to mention that publicly. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> well, hey. We've talked enough about Alabama. Give me, give me just a little bit to talk about my Auburn Tigers basketball. Talk about program. your basketball oh, yeah. team. Well, oh, yeah. Matter of fact, face the tide coming soon. Is it Tuesday oh, night? I think. No, yeah. uh, no, we got Florida tonight at seven. No, o'clock. Tuesday night. I oh, Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, it's, first, it's the first matchup. Dwayne Shins is still playing for Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> No, that's one from way back. Yeah, say, that's one from way back. Sorry, but yeah, uh, no, you do have to you do have to commend the Auburn Tigers for what they've been able to do. I mean, they they won a couple of those games even without their coach. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, even though like uh, even though they were without the coach, they were able to win those games. And I just think it's very interesting right now that the dynamic in the SEC is Alabama and Auburn, yeah. Yeah, Auburn Alabama, well, whatever you want to yeah. say. And Coach yeah. Pearl went into the transfer. For transfer portal and performed a stinking masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got Walker Kessler. Kessler. He's used Zell. that very well. He's probably used it. Wendell Green yeah, Jr. Great player. My goodness, Wendell Green yeah. Jr. And Great it is. Player. It's 8 o'clock tip-off Tuesday night in, in Comey. It's going to be intense. I hate those 8 o'clock tip-offs. Is it Central? Because that'll yeah. be 9 o'clock, no, right? It's 8 Central. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh Lord! I'll have to st- I don't know if I'll be able to watch so, it anyways. Uh, I think you'll, I think you'll be watching that one. I yeah. think it's gonna be I think hey, it's gonna be a great ball game. The Thomas definitely a home field advantage down there in Auburn Arena, man. Yeah. Those people are going crazy. Uh, there for Al- basketball. Auburn Arena is yeah. It's it was, the way they hey, built. I went to Murray the Murray State game. So, and it the way was, they built that it wasn't an SEC exactly. game or an Alabama atmosphere, but so, it was. So it was what hot. I gather from 
Tom. Auburn's a basketball, basketball school. school. I ah. never said that. Those words never come out of my mouth, brother. You won't see me tweet it hey, out. Look, they are no. good, man. Talk about my leotard. They are good. That's awesome. They are good. No, no they are. Coach Pearl, you know. Sure. And, and, Depth. Man, I've never seen you know, a team. You can uh, run. There's 11 deep where yeah. – there's a little bit of drop off in talent, not but not a lot. When you're in the I middle of the second half and your point guards him, are still, man. it's all him. It's all I Pearl. Mean, I, I mean, I think so. Oh, don't it you? is. I mean, you know, that was you know I've shared that story yeah, before. Todd Adam cried. Oh, it was right after you know they. I don't know if you remember this or not, Adam, but it was it was not even just just hardly a few weeks after the kick six. Okay, happened. I'm driving down the road, listening to Fine Bomb, breaking news, and, and and I was like, oh my god, man, we're gonna hire Bruce Pearl. We're gonna get Bruce Pearl. I want Bruce Pearl. And they're like, Bruce Pearl's been hired by <laughs> Roll Tide is what I'm getting ready to say. The Auburn Tigers. It's I didn't like, think oh. Auburn was on the radar. And I oh, I was so it, it hurt just as bad as the kick six did. <laughs> yeah. like, now I'm fine with Nados now. We've got oh, he's great. you know, I love him and I love the way he coaches. But, well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. We've we've exhausted these two hours very quick this morning. So on behalf of Todd the Bod, Tomlin, Mayhem, Clint Leg, our man. <laughs> Special guest, Adam Dawson, producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert. This is Tom McClung. Oh, Tom Cat, we ain't got to go home, but we got to get ourselves up out of here. We'll tell you, see you next week. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Got you covered screen printing and more in Athens is, well, got you covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Got you covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500, or stop by and see them at 38. West Sanderford Road in Athens. Got you covered screen printing and more. Hey guys, this is Joanna Clem for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to visit CEI Bookstore. While you're here, you'll find a wide selection of Bibles, gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more for you and your church. Our friendly staff will be happy to help you with your selections while you shop in the store. We even offer personalized Bible imprinting and gift wrapping. Not in the Athens area? Enjoy shopping with us online at truthbooks.com. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Smith's Heating and Cooling in Elkmont is your friendly local contractor servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems. Whether it's an air conditioner, gas furnace, heat pump, or indoor air quality system, Smith's Heating and Cooling takes pride in their exceptional installation and 24-7 customer service after the fact. They offer financing, too. Call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no-obligation consultation. Smith's Heating and Cooling. Call 777-5450. Visit them on Facebook or online at smithsheatingandcoolingllc.com. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72, Athens, just off I-65.
been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.